You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. <laughs> so, uh, so here we go. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com forward slash swoopsworld. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World, right here on the new Talk Story Radio Network. (laughs) Swoops World, where you get all you need to know about arts, culture, news, and happiness. Our number, if you want to give us a call tonight, is 562-912-3444. You can always email us at swoopsworld at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, if you want to give us a call, that number is 562-912-3444. Now just sit back and enjoy... Another edition of Swoops World on the new Talk Story Radio Another edition of Swoops World Late Night. It is June 22nd, 2016, and uh, we are happy to have as our guest co-host tonight, Stacy Lupinacci. How you doing, Stacy? Hey, hey. What's going on? It's been a while. It, it has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was on air was when I was with you. <laughs> That is true, and we, you know, Stacy goes way back as far as uh, as far as my uh, foray into the internet radio spiel. Uh, Stacy's one of the one of the best people I met uh, since I've been doing this since back in two thousand nine, and uh, I, you know she used to have her own show, Morning Coffee, and uh, used to start way too early. But I, I met her uh, when we were on um, Z Talk Radio, and uh, she uh-huh. helped, helped me get started. And uh, how you been? I've been good. I've been good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. I uh, every now and then somebody will say, "Oh, I miss money coffee." I know. I know. <laughs> we miss it, but we don't miss the time to come what. <laughs> you know what? You know you talk all that crap, but you were up bright and early in the morning with us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I didn't want to miss it, but uh, I didn't like getting up that early. There are times I actually would wake up. And turn it on and put my headset on and then just lay there, be half awake, half asleep. And then I'd hear you guys say something and I'd have to get on and jump in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> jump in the chat room and put your two cents and all of a sudden you see super. I'm like, oh, yeah, here he comes. He said something to pique his interest. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, you know what I was thinking uh, the other day? I, You know the memories that come up on Facebook, you know, so many years, you know, whatever. Yeah. I was, uh, it came up, do you remember the baby bottle incident? Oh my you God. you guys talked about? Yeah. yeah, it came up, and I guess I had posted something with like, guess what's in the bottle? 
And I started cracking up laughing because I, <laughs> I just thought of you guys. And I was like, that was the best ever. Oh, uh, yes. There used to be some uh, some pretty uh, raunchy stories that we would find. Uh, you, you guys would always try. You would start it. we try to top you, but we can never top you. It was funny. Yeah, we went back and forth for a while. So it was good. It was good. I had fun. What uh, Have you been doing any broadcasting lately? I, I know you and Joe did some stuff for a while, and then... Uh, uh, yeah, Joe cool and I, uh, yeah, 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 well, you know, <laughs> Joe and I, uh, we were on for a while, and uh, we were doing a music show in the morning, yes. so um, we did that for a little while, and, and you know, I thought I was going to be a little studious one, and uh, <laughs> I, went, I went back to school, so I didn't really have time to broadcast, and then my job changed, so... Uh, uh, yeah, it was just, it's just been, you know, as you know, I always have exciting stuff going on in my life. It's never a dull moment in the life of Lupinacci. That so, is true. There we are. <laughs> well, we got, we got you a full... have, you have partaken in some of that excitement. Thank you. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> well, we have a full, a full night at tonight. We're going to, we're going to have a Bob Case, uh, vice, former vice president of the International Boxing Association. Big time USC uh, uh, fan and uh, contributor and whatnot. He's going to join us for a little bit, and of course, uh, as always, uh, Anthony Davis, five time national champion, two time All American out of USC, played in the NFL. He'll be joining us a little bit later, also. But uh, you know, Stacy and I, we're gonna we're gonna chat for a little bit. We're gonna talk about some news stories and and uh, just kind of catch up. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, you pick, you, you, what do you want to start with? I know you had some, uh, oh, some things on your mind. Man, I don't even know where to, where do you want to start with? I mean, come on, all this stuff is going on in the news. Well, uh, we've got poor exotic animals getting killed, people bombing up gay nightclubs, you, the yeah, whole Trump just, rallies. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> where do you, where do you uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, what do you call it, a virtual cornucopia of things to go from. You know, we let's let's start with the uh, you, you know let's let's kind of talk about this uh, this shooting in, at the at the Orlando nightclub because some new things popped up the last uh, the last couple of days. Uh, there's a guy who was giving an interview, I believe, on Telemundo uh, last mm-hmm. night that said that you know this uh, the shooter was his his lover. His gay, yeah, yeah, his gay lover for a while. Yeah, yeah. I seen uh, I seen that, but you know he's not stupid. Did you see his face? <laughs> yeah, he, he was all made up. <laughs> he, he didn't want anybody like, to see nah, him. No, 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 no. You're not getting me for that one. I'm not going to be. No, no. <laughs> he goes, you'll have to change my looks and my voice. <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't trying to take claim for being that part of that relationship. He was like, please just overhaul me. <laughs> now, you were, you were saying, I know you live in the, in this area where all kinds of strange things uh emanate from and apparently uh the shooter's wife is from there huh? uh yeah you know it was in the news that she was from the east bay you know, you know and uh yeah you know she's uh she's from about well from where i'm at i can get there in five minutes but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's uh she's from she's from nearby so um you know you i don't know you know i don't know i you know ever since it came out that his wife was from the east bay you know everybody is uh, I did not know her, so let me just say that I did not know her. Um, but you know, there are you know there are people who do and uh, who have known her, who went to school with her, and everything else. So I mean, I don't know. 
You know, yeah. I don't know if she. People have been asking me, "Well, you live nearby? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. Don't put me anywhere near that. I get in enough trouble with TSA when I fly. I don't need to." Be... <laughs> You're usually in the nope. know. You're usually in the know of everything. I'm surprised you haven't gone out and scoped her out, checked out her house. And... <laughs> no, no, because you know, there's certain things that I know I do not belong. And I do not belong in any of that. I fly way too much, and I get myself in way enough trouble. I do not need to get, no. You know, I mean, I don't know, you know, people, because, you know, I work with the public, so people come in, oh, did you hear what happened? Did you hear this? Did you hear that? You know, do you think she knew? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not her, so I don't know. You know, if she didn't know, I feel sorry for her and her family. It, you know, I don't know the whole gay thing that's going on. Um... They said, you know, they said he frequented the nightclub a few times. Yeah. And like I said, this guy just recently came out. So, but it, it was coming out before him, you know, little things here and there that, you know, he had dipped and dabbed in the gay community. So I don't know, you know, and then the dad was like, no, he's not gay. But, you know, with that culture, it's, yeah. Uh, it, you know, I mean, if he kept it a secret, it, it, you know, it's understandable why he did, but. Well, you know, it's unfortunate because a lot of people lost their lives and uh, lost loved ones. I have, I know people who lost people in yeah. that shooting. So it's very sad. And I pray for everybody, including his family, because, you know, they did lose a child. So, yeah. but I ain't trying to get around in that because, like I said, I get enough trouble. For <laughs> you, you don't want to send you to secondary. Uh, I, I swear I'm on my way there, but I, I, I'm delayed by about four days. But. No, uh, you know, it's it, it, it is a sad situation, and it's a shame that, uh, regardless of whatever his reasons are, are that that he uh, he chose to do those things. Um, I'm trying to figure out how he got the weapons in the gun in the gun in the club because I know back in the day when I used to go to the club, even though I was a female, I you know they did the okay looking around, no bulges by, and guys get searched so much when they go into these clubs. How did he you don't, get the, you, into the club? When you walk in with a weapon like that, there's no. You just walk in. I mean, it's not like he's he's trying to sneak it in. He's trying to get searched. He just, you know, all just you just show up and uh, point the gun and then and enter. I mean, it's a it's, it's a big it's a it's a you can't conceal that. If it's the the pictures of the thing I saw, which was supposed to be similar, uh, unless he's wearing a trench coat. Nobody nobody's wearing a trench coat in Orlando and you know at this time of year. So. I got a feeling. Well, he just you know, if, if and, and if he was, and if he was, that's a perfect. You know, that's like the trench guy who walks into any store or bank when it's like a thousand degrees outside. Bingo, you're gonna get robbed. Yeah, like something's gonna happen. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just it's a sad situation, and you know, and it's sad that even if he if he is gay or, you know, he can't come out to his family and he can't, you know, he's not supportive because maybe if they were more supportive, we wouldn't have be, you know, this would have happened. If that's the reason, yeah. I don't know. Well, Orlando had a rough week. I mean, I mean, he really did have a rough week. You had you had that shooting, and a couple of days before that, you had uh, Christina uh, Grimmy. Grimmy is that what uh, from the Voice? I mean, she was signing autographs. Yeah. Some, somebody <clears throat> killed her, and then you had the kid. That, somebody uh, killed her. Got taken by the alligator. And I know. Okay, look, look. Here we go. There you go. Here she looks. She's already. She, she's already <laughs> at the edge of her seat, ready to launch. Go ahead. I am. I am. <laughs> okay first of all like i've seen videos i know alligators can climb fences and get into wherever they feel like going i, I get that 
Okay. Okay, let me breathe for a minute. Take a deep so, breath. thank you. This, these parents let their children, even if they, there was no swimming signs, and it's late at night. Now, granted, I guess they were on a resort or somewhere in Disney. I don't know. I've never been to Disney, so I don't know. But there's no swimming signs. Or, like, I don't know. I'm not going anywhere near water in Florida at night because there's gators walking across the street in broad daylight. Do you think I'm going to be in the water? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I It's sad because, again, your family lost their baby. But you put this child in the water, and the gator was like, hey, what do you think it was going to think? You know, hey. Well, you know, and I guess there's been, you know. Yeah, I guess it's happened uh, before a long time ago. But apparently it's it's like, a, you know, it, it's an area where people sit out. Uh, I guess they have, you know, movies at night. Uh, it's got like a little beach area. Uh, there's no swimming. Uh, I guess they were waiting. Uh, but you get to always realize that there's, you know, there's things that are indigenous, to, like you said, to that area. And, and gators are indigenous to to all the waters in uh, Florida. So um, I, it's kind of hard. It's kind of a hard call to make, you know, it's like you kind of think, I mean, I'm thinking uh, I don't want to, I don't want to meet any gators unless they're on my boots. <laughs> so, oh, um, uh, but, uh, I, uh, I, I think I, I kind of stay a little bit away, a little distance away, but I guess people kind of hang out down in that area and down in that part of the, resort i guess um but still it's got to be horrific uh, to, to be there and have that happen but you still you gotta i do take, i feel sorry for this little, this, little, yeah. this little baby you know was sitting up there and got snatched up by a crocodile alligator whichever one it is but uh i mean the good thing is they found you know the baby intact and everything but it's still like a baby lost his life because somebody didn't pay attention when it said no swimming <laughs> and, I, and I mean, I get it. Well, he wasn't swimming. Technically, he was waiting in the water. In the water. Whatever. In the water. How long have you been here? <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting in the water. Some things are never going to change, okay? Uh, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let me just take a sip of my water right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wasn't the only animal story. Uh, you told me uh, you told me a story about a couple lions. Let me, oh, uh, see? 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 You were trying to drink your water, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was trying to send you the video because it, it, there's a video. It's very graphic video, yeah. So I guess in Chile, this guy jumped into and me and Amma were talking about this this guy jumps into a lion's den and two lions attack him he was trying to commit suicide left a note and everything butt naked jumps into the lion's den gets attacked by the lions the lions get killed why <laughs> they were hungry and he wanted to be eaten so hey there you go man so they, they, they killed the lions for eating him and he, but he jumped in they there they killed the lions for trying to for attacking him and, uh, yeah, and I guess this happened in Chile. So uh, I really don't care where it happened. Like, these are exotic animals that are, for whatever reason, they're at these, you know, zoos and whatever. I don't know. You know, people say, well, they shouldn't have been in there anyway. Okay, well, 
you know, whatever. But the dude jumped in there. The dude jumped into the lion's den and said, eat me. And they said, okay. okay. <laughs> they said, don't mind if we do. <laughs> don't mind if we have a snack. It's okay. Well, what, uh, you know, I don't know. I think what happens with, uh, with situations like that is, is the, uh, I think the, the thought process behind that is once they've, once they've tasted a uh, human blood that they, uh, they have to put them down in case somebody else decides well, they want to jump, jump in the den, I guess. I don't know. Well, what did you think he was going to do? They're going to purr to him and be like, oh, you know, purr, hey, you know, hey, kitty cat. No. It's, like, you're sitting here with these wild animals. Like, what do you think is going to happen? It's kind of like that guy that went to Alaska and uh, was living with the grizzlies every year. Oh, I, oh, yeah, I heard about him. Well, how did that work out for him? <laughs> 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 Apparently, he became grizzly scat. <laughs> That's yeah, he became grizzly crap, and what he did. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting. Some of these people, you know, I, I, you know, the guy who's trying to commit suicide. Okay, he's 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 on a mission, but it it always amazes me the people who decide they can, uh, you know, snuggle up to some big wild beast. You know, because it's them, you know. I can tell you, I'm only snuggling up to one wild beast, and trust me, there's none of them ones out there. There ain't no first. I'm only snuggling with one beast, and he ain't even furry, but I, I'm only snuggling up with one beast, and it ain't none of those wild beasts. Do you purr? You know what? Yes, I do. <laughs> Oh, this is late night, right? It's late night version of it, or is that yeah, later on? It's, 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 it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I only have one beast that I am snuggling with, and uh, yeah, I just, yes. Uh, speaking of that, I mean, you know, since we last spoke on air, I mean, you you've got all in. You you're like tied down, got yourself a man and everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> look at you, look at you. She's like, I'm not going to next subject. Come on, let's hear. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, look, he's my favorite subject to talk about, so don't play, because we'll be sitting here for the rest of the show talking about me and my, well, me and my I, beast. I, 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 I give you a few minutes to talk about your beast, because, you know, <laughs> you used to be, used to be uh, just kind of... I know. I know. Distant. Go ahead, say stuff. it. Yeah. I ain't doing it. I Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time for all that I know. I know. What'd you do? Did, did, you, did you leave your glass slipper at the ball or something? How'd this happen? <laughs> See, what had happened was... Um, I've actually... You know what? Uh, no, honestly, though, I've uh, I've known him since I was like a little kid. Literally. I was like seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was friends with my sisters and he, you know... Uh, close to the family and you know I was little I was a little thing so I was just like oh hey and uh you know I, I seen him over the years and then we lost touch and then my oldest sister uh happened to find him and uh you know sent us all a picture and you know hey look who I found <laughs> hey, who the heck is that? you know I was like hey who was that because you know whatever so she uh told me who it was and I didn't believe her at first, <laughs> but you know, yeah. So I was excited. You know, he's been around the family for you know years, and uh, so he's mother. A lot approved, of history. Huh? A lot of history with with him and my family. So, you know, I just 
I, we just started talking one day and it, one thing came, you know, one night and I said, Hey, what you doing? We just started talking and that was it. We, uh, been talking ever since. And, uh, I don't know if you've seen, but earlier today I posted a thing on Facebook about how, you know, if she's worth it or something like that, you know, she snatched her up faster than a crackhead snatches up loose coins. <laughs> and that's, that's really what, how it happened, because I was talking to him on the phone one day, and I, one of his friends walked in and said, who are you talking to? He said, my girl. I said, who? <laughs> <laughs> He's taking his claim. That's a good man. There, right there. He, he did. He did. I, I said, what? <laughs> and uh, I said, who? <laughs> <laughs> see he didn't want you to get away he said hey, look I, I've been working on this for I don't know since you were seven. Oh, I've been working on this for 20, <laughs> 20, 20 years <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah so we, I said wait what we were talking for like two months two or three months and then he said uh, hey you know, I'm on the whole my girl, and I said, "Who?" Like that's how it happens. And then he, his friend said, "Oh, okay." Came back, or I don't know. However, it happened, and then I said, "Who?" He was like, "You." <laughs> he was like, "Is there a problem with that?" I said, "Oh no, no, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> good for him. Good for him. You've been yeah. running, you're, you're running wild too long, anyway. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's uh, it's been a year. We've been together a year, and uh, I actually, uh, I've seen him for two weeks, because, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a long-distance thing, so um, I went and saw him in December for a week, I saw him in May for two weeks, so, <sighs> yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy, you know, it's a, you know, you always say, oh, I'm happy, and all of this stuff, and, you know, I was good, you know, you know, we, I was always happy, I was always happy doing my own thing, and not having, but, I don't know, yeah, he got me, yeah, he good. just, do that lasso out and say, guess what? I snatched you up. And I was like, uh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't change anything. He's my, uh, he's my, my favorite beast to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Now you got all the frequent flyer miles going and everything. That's good. That's good. I'm happy yeah. <laughs> I'm racking up those points. <laughs> of course, after, after they have been hearing you talk about knowing this guy's wife today, you, you won't be able to fly for a couple months. But other than that, you'll be good. No, I don't know her. Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear what I said? I said, I don't know her is what I said. No, 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 don't put me there. I do not know her. I know of her because I know people. No. And if anybody's listening, I don't know those people anymore either, so don't come trying to put me on no watch. <laughs> oh, I got their eye on you, girl. No, don't know. I get in, look, every time I go through TSA, I get stopped, I get searched, I, uh, you know, it's always something. Um, you're probably, you know, you're, you're, you're probably related to some Don. I mean, you know, I mean, Lupinacci. I mean, come on. Look, that has nothing to do with <laughs> anything going on. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that has nothing. No, we are two different. No, we don't handle that. You, you don't ever see one of us on the fly, no fly in the watch for us. No, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things uh, that uh, those of us who know you is you're not afraid to uh, to go on Facebook and you know sp- express your opinion a little bit there. <laughs> no, no, you know, well, and you know, 
My, okay, so for those of you who don't know, if you don't have me on Facebook, I don't know, everybody knows who has me on Facebook, you know. Uh, my beast, his name is Ray. And uh, he tells me all the time, you always have to say, yes, I always have to say something. I always have something to say. <laughs> now, you don't have something to say. You have, like, well thought out, thousand word. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh, I'm going to bookmark it here and come back and finish later. <laughs> well, it depends on the subject. Some things I just sit and I listen and I watch and I, you know, and depending on how, you know, the topic is. Well, I know one of, well, your, one of your favorite topics. Yeah. One of your favorite topics is... Uh, parents and kids and uh, people who think they're entitled to uh, certain kind of love uh, you know from kids. Uh, I know what I know what Cherry's referring to. Well, that's no. not the first time you've done that. You've done you you've you've, no. you've, you've gone on that subject a, a few times and it's it's and yeah. you know, I think it's it's always uh, really it's always spot on and well thought out and, and uh, you know because so many people you know run around you know uh, wanting more money for, for things, but they're refusing to let somebody see the kid and all those kinds of things. And you hit all the subjects yeah. and, you, and, and everybody's fair game, man. You don't, you don't, you don't, no. <laughs> you don't pick a side. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't pick a side. You know, it, <laughs> um, it's, I have to really, I have to give props to my parents because uh, that's how I was raised. You right. know, my parents split when I was uh, young. Um, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a very nice, like, hey, we're not going to be together no more. Okay, I still love you, but no, it wasn't like that. But, um, you know, once they split, they were better off apart than they were together, uh, and they were best friends. Same thing with my sister's dad. You know, my two sisters, they have one dad. Me and my brother have one dad. Uh-huh. Um, both dads. My mother was best friends with them. When they both died, my mother was at their side, each of them. Yeah. Um, um, but that's how I was raised. You know, my parents, my parents uh, never went to court, never had to go through the whole child support thing, never had to go through visitation, never had a, nothing. Um, and uh, my parents have uh, always been very cordial and they've been re- worked as a team, no matter what. You know, my dad always said, I will never leave my children's side. Um, and I think I said this before, my dad slept out in front of my mother's house in the car in a New England winter because he refused to be away from us. So, um, you know, and my mom never tried to keep us from my dad, no matter, even if they had an argument, they had a fight, it was never like that. So, you know, I, I was brought up like that and there's been, you know, I had a lot of dark times in my childhood, but that was a big thing with my parents. You know, my dad and my mom never fought over money. You know, it wasn't, it was always more about us and, you know, yeah. So, (laughs) you know, the kids should always come first, no matter what, work it out with the other parent. You know, it's not going to be easy. Y'all may have little arguments here and there, but you know, it's about them. No, everybody's fair game. If you ain't treating (laughs) your, your, the father of your children, right. I'm going to tell you, girl, you better get yourself in check because go get a job. He ain't supporting you. He's supporting the kids. Get out. Go get a job. And, you know, guys, if you're handling your business, kudos. If you're not, sit your little bitch ass down with somebody else do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting, though, because what you talked about is is kind of, you know, been situations. I hear people uh, 
talk. Like, okay, for instance, uh, I, I ran into this guy the other day at the, at the gym uh, a few weeks ago, and um, and he says, oh, blah, 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 and we were talking, because I saw him away from the gym, and uh, he says, oh, yeah, I, I remember I see in the gym all the time. This, so I, I said, yeah, and I said, and we were talking, and he's talking about people in the gym, and then I said, oh, and the, the woman you were talking to the other day, that's my ex-wife. He says, that's your ex-wife? What? I go, yeah. And he says, you guys go to the same gym? I said, yeah, and we got the same kid, too. I mean, we, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and he thought, he says, I, he says, I, I never, he goes, I don't even talk yeah. to my ex-wife. He's, I, I, I've, I've never, I've never spoken to her for like the last so many years. And, and when I call, you know, she just picks up the phone and sets it down and the kids come and talk. I said, I've never had that issue. I mean, we've, we've never, we, we didn't stay yeah. married, but we've never not gotten along, uh, you know, after that dealing with the kid and everything. We go to, we all go to the same sporting events because she plays sports. We all, we, we end up at the same gym. We, we, we do a lot. I mean, not that we end up at the same gym. I told her, Hey, look, my gym's got a discount right now, you know, for friends. So if you want to take advantage of that, take advantage of it. So, uh, right. but, but and but I run across people who think just because you talk to your ex, um, that's strange. And and then and then they like they I see us all at the same game. And, you know, with my kid, you know, we sit yeah. together at the game. Well, yeah, we it's our son. You know, this and the other. But yeah, a, a lot of people yeah. don't. They don't do that. And then they and they say nasty things about the other one. And it really splits the kids apart. And I don't know why you want to drive the kids between. Uh, you know, making them have to make a choice. Right. Well, and th- you're right. And they shouldn't have to. And I get it. I get it. And for all of you out there who want to send the hate mail, y'all know where to look for me. I've, y'all been finding me for years. So go ahead. <laughs> Nothing of mine has changed. I still have the same email, <laughs> Twitter, Snapchat, even like whatever. Go ahead. I don't care. But um, uh, <laughs> the haters want to hate. Y'all have been trying to find me for years. Y'all know where I'm at. Started with, you know, the positive side. Went to the morning coffee, Toops World, you know, wherever you find me, I'm here. But, um, yeah, no, I just, uh, and I get it. There's going to be times where you can't be cordial because there's, you know, a lot of times I know somebody right now who is who did not get to see his kids on Father's Day because the mother of his children, it was her weekend. So she did not let him see Oh, uh, come on, that's on some bullshit Day. right there. Come on, you, you, can make but, it, you can make an exception. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, but he let her, he let her see the kids on, uh, on, on Mother's Day. And, yeah, that, that's not cool by any means no. necessary. Like, really, yeah. And he really is that guy. He's there for his kids. He takes his kids. He pays for his kids. You know, like, he really is that stand-up guy who does not just come around on Father's Day. You know, he's there, you know, wherever, whenever, however. And, right. um, you know, he didn't get to see his kids on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Um, you know, I had people on Facebook that were complaining about women saying happy Father's Day to me. And I get it. And Okay, the post that I just recently put for Father's Day, my little rant. <laughs> there are women who legitimately are the mother and the father. The father's nowhere to be found. They are doing it by themselves, like 100% by themselves. Happy Father's Day to you, lady. Uh, and on Mother's Day, if you are the guy who has your kids and you are doing it, you know, holding it down and the mom's not around, for you know, and I do know people like that, too. Happy Mother's Day to you, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you're doing both jobs, but if you're not doing both jobs, don't claim it. 
that's the problem I have. And and and, and don't uh, claim it. Is is you know a lot of times people are righteously co-parenting, and I'll hear right. I'll, I'll, and I and I and I, and I know it's like people that I know, and I know the situation. But then I'll hear some. I'll hear one of them say like you know. Oh man, you don't know how rough it is for me to be a single mom, and then I have no help. And I said, "What are you? What the? What are you talking about? I mean, you guys yeah. spend equal amount of time doing what you should be doing, and you know, just I, I just find I find sometimes the use of those terms lead, leads people to believe one thing over another. You know, and, they, and like yeah. you said, if if you if you are legitimately doing the both parties' job, then more power to you because you know that's yeah. that's a lot of work, but. If uh, if you're di- if you're divvying up the the efforts, you know whether you're living in the same house or not, you know share the share the uh, the conquests and share the the heartbreak. Right, because it's not the, uh, you know, it's not the, and you know everybody's there's, there's situations out there that probably don't fit into any of the mold. But you know, I always tell women, shut up. You're fighting with him when he comes around everything. Well, he don't want to see the kids. Because every time he sees the kids, he has to see you when you don't you open your mouth. Just shut up. Like, go sit in the corner somewhere. Don't argue with him. Like, let him take his kids without having, you know, if more women just shut up. And I know women are probably going to be hating him again. Y'all know how to get a hold Stacey of him. Stacey is Y'all the one doing, doing the talking, so it's in the emails <laughs> to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'd you know, say I disagree. They know. No, I, I, you're yeah. right, <laughs> I, and, and that's that's the problem. I, I've known people uh, on both both parties, men and women, who couldn't just do the child exchange. Just gonna look. I'm gonna drive up. I'm gonna pick up the kid. We're gonna, we're gonna go on my way, and I'm bring him back when when we're supposed to have him back. And I, I know people that just feel like, well, you know what? I don't want you to come to the house. We're gonna meet at the police station. We're gonna meet at the park, and and. And you know, I get that when there's been some kind of violence or altercations and, and right. court ordered, but just to do it, just to be spiteful, is is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I uh, I, I understand. I get it. I understand. There are times when uh, you know it was well, you know, he did. If if the situation calls for where you need to have supervised visitation, right? Then, okay, then do that too. But it, and my thing is, don't ever talk. Don't ever say negative things about the other parent in front of your kids because your your kids gonna love you and they're gonna love the other parents. There's you know just because you guys can't don't sit there and call your you know the other parent names and kind of I don't know. People tell me that you know it's I live in a fantasy world. No, I don't. I've had this happen. Like I've lived the world, so it can happen. You and know, it, some breakups are. Yeah. Some breakups don't end well, and it may not happen right away. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, if people, men and women, I'm sorry, women, I know how we can be. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> I got you, men. I got you. That's why homeboy stuck his claim early on, man. That's mine right there. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, you know, and and I think it's just like anything else we talk about as far as uh, creating a better society and making things better all around. around. You know, if if we screw up our kids, they're just going to screw up the next generation, and it's going to it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, exactly. So, 
You know, yeah. They learn relationships from us. Yeah, you know, it is a vicious cycle. And I get it. There's going to be times when you just, you clash. You just clash. But guess what? If y'all ain't together no more, what the hell are you clashing for? <laughs> Listen, I, I've heard stories of people that uh, have maintained grudges for 30, 40 years, you know? I, 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 talked, I talked to a guy one time, and, and uh, he was working, and, and I said, how long have you been working? He says, 35 years. I said, wow, well, you know, you could have retired 15 years ago. He said, I could have. He said, well, how long are you going to work? He says, when my ex dies. I said, what? <laughs> he says, yeah. He says, she's entitled to have my pension. She's not going to get it. Either, either gonna, <sighs> he goes, either I'm going to die at work or she's going to die first and then I'll retire. I said, that, that's some harboring right there. <laughs> wow. I, I can't hate anybody that much. <laughs> You know, I've gone through some really crazy things in my lifetime, and I don't think, I really don't think that I have, uh, I don't hold grudges like that. I can't say I haven't. I have. When I was younger, I was awful, but I can't. Like, I just, I, it holds me back, you know, and people don't realize that it's holding me back. I don't have time for that. No. I got bigger, bigger and better things to worry about, like being happy. So. It's hard to be happy when you have that much hate. Well, you know, it, it's true because I was very, you know, I, I've been down that road before. But, um, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. Mm, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad. So, you know, I, yeah, I had to let that go. I had to let it go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is there's Disney songs to help you get through life. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that message to pop up on my phone. If you sing that song one more time, <laughs> <laughs> if you've sang it more than once, that's too many times. <laughs> just, just, just throwing that one out there for you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes people need to just let it go. Okay, they need to just let it go. <laughs> Next, you can I tell felt me. like singing it again. <laughs> it almost came out. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, okay. Haters gonna hate, 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 right? So you, you, you keep, you run, know, run enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. It's okay. <laughs> they'll get, they'll get over it. Well, they'll have to. They'll have to. <laughs> they'll have to. Cause I don't give a damn. <laughs> Yeah, because you're not worried about it, right? You're not losing any sleep. Is this going down in your journal? Uh, another day. Right? Another day, another day, another day, another hater. It's okay. Hey, uh, Bob Case will be calling in, 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 in any minute now, but I, I just kind of wanted to touch on this one real quick before he gets in. He might, he might call him while we're talking about it. Yeah, what, okay. what's, I saw this thing today where like Hillary Clinton's raised $42 million for her campaign. And Trump's forty-two million dollars, and Trump's raised one point three million. Um, what's what's with the disparity there? I mean, I thought he, I thought he could do it all. Uh, he's going to fund himself and all this kind of stuff. And I was gonna, I was just gonna say, I, you know, whatever <laughs> happened to his money funding himself? Like he, <laughs> all the money that he has, he should be able to fund himself. I don't. It won't. Yeah, I think he hit a lot of negativity with a lot of different things that he has said in the past. And um, in the past, you know, every, and, everybody and was saying <laughs> every time well, he opens yeah. his mouth. Yeah. 
well, uh, you know, for a minute there, he everybody was loving everything he had to say, and you know, and I'm sure he still has a lot of things that uh, people are loving about him, but he is backtracking on a lot of things, and um, you can't call, you know, Mexicans rapists and murderers, and then be like, I'm from the Latino community. They love no, that's me. not how it works. They love me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He, he, obviously, uh, the guy. He's not a he's not a politician. And I know, oh, there we go. Here comes Bob Case. Let's let's talk to Bob. We'll we'll pick this up a little okay. later. <laughs> welcome, uh, welcome, Bob Case to the show. Bob, you're on with myself and uh, Stacy tonight. How's it going, brother? Hi, uh, Keith, and hi, Stacy. You doing? Doing great. Uh, I got to merge you. Hang on a second. I, I, I did this wrong. Let me let me do one more thing here. All right. Uh, oh, I put one on hold and put the other one on hold. How do you do this merge thing? Hang on, everybody. I got to figure out how to merge these things properly. Uh, plus, there we go. Add. Well, who's on? Is it, is it Bob's on right now? I hear you, Keith. Okay, hang on a second, Bob. I'm trying to get Stacy off a of hold. And every time I get Stacy mm-hmm. off a hold, I put Bob on hold. Well, I'm here. Okay, I'm going to have Bob call back. Hey, Bob. Yes, sir. Call me right back, will you? Yes, sir. Thanks. Stacy, uh, okay. All right, I got you, Stacy, right? Yes, All I'm right. here. I, 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 I answered it wrong, so I couldn't merge the two. It's been that long, huh? Uh, yeah, I never have two call two people on on, uh, on the line at the same time. So I, I, uh, I just answered it and put you on hold. I got to, I got to. It usually has a cue to merge the calls. So I'll see what happens when he calls back. <clears throat> but as we were saying, uh, yeah, the, the, he said so many. Oh, here we go. Let's say plus. That's what I want here. All right. So uh, Bob, you're on with myself and Stacy. Stacy, you on? I'm on. Bob, you on? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Welcome to have Bob Case to the show. Bob is a a former vice president of the International Boxing Association as well. If you say former, I'm still the vice president. You're still there. Okay, man. It's hard. You're hard, man, to keep track of, brother. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's uh, also, uh, you know, he's he's had a long history, worked for California Angels, uh, uh, Casey Stingle, uh, Mickey Rooney, and others, and he's a frequent, frequent guest on the show. Welcome back to the show, Bob. Glad to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Keith. It's always a, a, an honor to be on your show. And Stacy is, uh, is, is, is a longtime friend of the show. She's been in radio with us, and uh, she's been a guest host on uh, many, many occasions. And I was on her show a few times. And so she's sitting in with us. <laughs> yes. She's sitting in with us tonight, Bob. And, and I know. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, you, you, she's yes. a lot of fun. I'll bet. Well, <laughs> he knows you. He knows you, Stacy. <laughs> hey, this is a real, this is a real twist in the uh, Super World show. That's, that's why I like you, Keith. Uh, well, let's get into it, man. Uh, you know, t- this week, uh, you and I have, uh, on many occasions, uh, for the last year or so, uh, had, never failed to express our opinions on. Uh, former USC athletic director Pat Hayden uh, and, and some of the shenanigans he's been involved in. And this week, information popped out that he and his family uh, made $2.4 million off of part-time work at a charity uh, association, huh? 
Yeah, not the best part. Not just a charity, non-profit. You know, uh, it was non-profit. So, I, well, from what I've heard, it got about six million, and they got over a third of the non-profit went to the Aiden family. And a daughter worked one hour a week and got four hundred and something thousand dollars. You know, I mean, so the whole thing's a scam. But you know, did it surprise me? Not in the least. You know, this guy. What you know? I mean, I I used to, did it did it surprise me as a con man? No, but it surprised me. After watching him work at SC for the last five or six years, it didn't surprise me that he was dumb enough to get caught. You know, I mean, <laughs> before I was, wow. You know, because, you know, let's be honest, a smart guy wouldn't be caught doing this stuff, but this guy is, you know, uh, should have been, uh, you know, whatever. You know, we have a saying in baseball, and I told you this before, Keith, it's, the guy woke up on third base one day and he's dumb enough to think he hit a triple, you know, and, uh, but that's, that's him in a nutshell as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and that, that idiot that hired him is in the same, you know, you know how this all works. Everything is corrupt, whether it's politics, whether it's the, the police departments, whether it's the feds, the FBI, everything in this world is corrupt. And that's what I've, it's a negative way to look at things, but it's the same thing. I mean, Nikias hired, Hayden, but who got Nikias the job when he was on the board of directors at Hayden? Right. You know, so it's it's like a love affair between the two of them, and you know, Nikias was eulogizing Hayden when he uh, you know ran into all these problems, saying what a great job he did. Oh, bull! You know, I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's, uh, you know, I mean, that guy so far has gotten no criticism that he's he should be out of sports. He should have nothing to do with sports, especially football. Because the guy doesn't know a ping pong ball from a football, you know. So, you know, I mean, Hayden took a lot of shit for not vetting Sarkisian. How come Nikias isn't taking any shit for not vetting Hayden? You know what I mean? Right. And uh, and all these other people, he's you know, I mean, the guy is, uh, you know, but, but then he'll he'll say what a great job Hayden did and everything. And look at the calamity of errors over the over the six years. The worst athletic director in the history of USC. And the highest athletic paid athletic director in the United States, Mike Garrett, who won three national titles there, never made a million a year, and Hayden's making two point five million. Mike Garrett was there seventeen years. So what's wrong with that picture? It's all Nikias, all Nikias. And now this guy's going to work for the Coliseum? Are you kidding me? A known crook? You ought to see the cartoons they did of him on the SC blog. You know this uh, Daily News blog. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, did you see him? Yeah, unbelievable. I did. Where he's getting in a helicopter like he's Richard Nixon giving him <laughs> thumbs up, and some guy's giving him bags of cash because he's getting in the helicopter. You know? and then another one where he's putting a billboard up and, and saying uh, uh, "Pay Pat" or something. You know, you know, it's just unbelievable. You know, this this Jim Thompson cartoonist did some great cartoons on this guy. Well, I mean, he is a cartoon, you know. But um, the bottom line is, you know, and then poor J.K. McKay gets fired by Nikias. And and he's done nothing, you know. So it's like uh, the bottom line is, you know, his only mistake was he knew Pat Hayden. Well, you know, a couple things. Uh, uh, a couple things are, you know, we saw all the all the things that would happen during his re- regime. Uh, he went through several head coaches. Uh, we saw, you know, his behavior on the field and stuff like that. But you know, when you're talking about nonprofit, and I know Stacy has been involved in a lot of, uh, uh, you know. Things where people she mm-hmm. helps people in nonprofit stuff like that and everything. Stacey, you ever heard of a situation right. where somebody's made that much money, uh, uh, you know, working part time for the for the nonprofit organization? 
I haven't, but I mean, I would like to know. I mean, come on now. No, I, I, uh, I've, you know, I haven't. Um, well, the church count? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, everybody just send the hate, send the hate mail. You know where to send it. Um, but, you know, if it's nonprofit, it's supposed to be nonprofit. But I, I, it's funny you say that. I actually had a conversation with a customer of mine the other day about um, some nonprofit that, I don't know, they were talking about. And they were saying the same, kind of the same thing. Like somebody was making deep pockets and they were like, they don't understand how they do it. And I don't, uh, yeah, I don't see if it's nonprofit, it's supposed to be for the organization. I, I can't do the whole big bucks in my pocket if it's taken away from the organization so yeah it, the, the interesting thing and bob correct me if i'm wrong you know uh you know i know a lot of times there are, there are nonprofits and, and ceos gets paid a certain amount and, and then the, the cost of things you know are, are incorporated in certain things but it's my understanding uh it's my understanding that this somehow went to family members and, and things like that, and and, and, and oh yeah, this was This is supposed to be for scholarships for kids. Number one, and it was supposed to be for scholarships for kids all over the United States. The scholarships, as I understand, the most of them are to Bishop Ahmed, his high school, and to USC. So you know, I mean, come on, the guy, the guy is. Um, I mean, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's never worked for a dime in his life. He was getting two and a half million dollars from SC. And he certainly wasn't working there. He was gone most of the time, hadn't been around the campus, didn't go to seven of the last football games. Yeah. You know, uh, the guy the guy is not, and, and now you're going to let him be in the Coliseum Commission? Are you kidding me? Now, you don't think <laughs> he's going to take bribes from some guy? Oh, we'll have him do our Coliseum. And he and his wife and, and daughter will be taking trips all over, all over the world, you know, you know, safaris and everything else, because he's letting the white right guys come in and work in the Coliseum. I mean, this guy has already proven he's corrupt. And if Nikias doesn't fire him, he doesn't. That guy is just. They should both be fired. But I mean, uh, having a guy like that representing the University of Southern California, he's an embarrassment. You know how many people have called me this week from all over the country, saying the guy is an embarrassment to the university. You know, I mean, unfortunately, with all the bad, with the OJ thing, this documentary they did for five days, and then and then you got the hate thing falling. I mean, you know, the guys now we know he's besides being stupid. Now we know he's a known crook. You know right. I mean? So. So, I mean, now, I know, I don't get, I've never really been, like, into the whole um, nonprofit, like, you know, like this. Like, I've never been, like, the CEO of a nonprofit. I mean, I've worked with nonprofits, and I've done this. But is there a way to have, like, a cap on what can be, you know, uh, paid out to these people, if anything? I mean, if they're nonprofit. Well, he thought nobody why? would look at it because their, their scholarships have been going down, 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 down. And he's been taking more and more and more money as their businesses go down, 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 down. And he obviously didn't think the LA Times was going to be investigating him, you know. And, uh, you know, and I hope they investigate a lot of other things in this guy's background. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy is, uh, uh, you, know, you know, everybody, you know, he's like this guy, I belong to Augusta, I live here, I live there. You know, the guy's a complete phony. You know, everybody, everybody around him has known it for years. You know? So it's like, he is what he is. You know, but um, the bottom line is, you know, he had no business. He was he had no qualifications to be proving working at SC. And I think he proved it, wouldn't you say, Keith? He proved that he oh, didn't yeah. have the <laughs> absolutely. He has no leadership skills. You know, um, you know, not zero. You know, he has no people skills. I, I've always said, give me a guy that 
has a third grade education that knows how to talk to people, you know, um, and treat people. But, and, you know, I, I understand the people who work around the Kia system right now, you know, so it's like, you know, you got to, you get the wrong people in power and you can just do all kinds of harm. Mm-hmm. And they, and they, they show all these, they'll, they'll, you know, the Kia will talk about Hayden like he was the savior of them, you know, the, the, the white Trojan on the white horse. And then, and Hayden will talk about Nikias like he's the greatest, but people know what's going on around there. And I think people are going to start questioning it, you know, especially when Hayden gets in the faces of big donors, like I told you before, challenging Brian Kennedy, a basketball game in front of all of his friends. You know, I mean, those people told me about that. They couldn't believe that he had had the, no class to do that instead of calling him over and saying, Hey, Brian, let's have lunch one day. Or, hey, Brian, come on over to my office and let's talk about this. He goes up to him at a basketball game in front of all the other SC donors. And, and gets in his face yeah. about him saying that Kiffin was a drunk. Well, he must have agreed with him because he fired him about a month after that. <laughs> and never apologized <laughs> to Brian Kennedy. That's and another. That's the guy that, I mean, that's that's who the field's named after. That's who did all the. They got rooms named after him. You know, he's, a, he's you know he totally disrespects him, and and you know, Hayden's never given ten cents to that university. You know what I mean? All he's done is take, 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 take. Well, that, that's always been another thing that you know that, that always amazed me is that uh, you know you have some some big 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 time donors at that ca- at campus and uh, the way he's treated uh, treated people like that, that that have donated so much to the campus uh, and really have not asked for uh, much in return asked for anything in return and uh, he gets tr- they get treated like that yeah, and like you said and, and especially in public uh, you know you got something to say yeah. to me. Let's uh, let's have a conversation uh, away from here. Yeah, but, private, man to man. You know, yeah. private, not in front of my friends at a basketball game. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, it's just uh, you know, you don't fire a coach on a tarmac at the airport either. You know what I mean? I mean, they, the guy, the guy has just been a blunder of errors. You know what I mean? You know, you're supposed SC's supposed to represent class, and this guy wouldn't know what the word class is. Like, hit him inside the head. You know what I mean? So. But here's, here's yeah, it, another thing is is, is you get, you think you're done with him, uh, but yet he, something pops up. Something, something continues to pop up every few weeks right, about cool. this guy. I mean, you know, he's 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 gone from the university, but you're still finding these things out. And you know, he and he left the university to get another cush job with the Coliseum Commission, which is where the school plays. And and, and it just you know, you talk about the old boys network or, or nepotism and it's it unbelievable. I want to, I'd like to know what his salary is to work at the Coliseum. That's a job off job. I mean, come on, you know, I mean, that, that guy is, uh, you know, he's, like I said, he's never probably worked a day in his life. You know what I mean? So, you know, since like if he had, and then, then, he, then his buddy JK McKay gets fired, you know, and there's something wrong with that by, by Nikias who, who ran around with J.K. You didn't see Nikias anywhere without J.K. McKay. Then they axed him. But you remember that old song we were talking about, Keith? I, Keith, I found it was a temptation. Smiling faces. That's Nikias. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> well, you know, you, there, there's certain there's certain uh, certain names that keep popping up in this, in this whole thing. And I, I, I so I'd be glad when we're uh, we're done the done uh, dealing with this guy. Uh, oh my yeah. God! But then, you know, we just hope that we got more Nakias. You know, I, I think they lucked out with the coach, but who knows? But but the, you know, there's an old saying in the boxing world we use for years, and we always say the fish thinks at the head first, and and it certainly does. You know what I mean? Uh, it just uh, the whole thing just stinks to me. Yeah. Well. 
We got to, we got to, if, 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 if there's, if there's a silver lining, we get the, the season's about to come upon us. Uh, oh, I can't wait. I just can't wait to go to SC and not have to see, uh, you know, you know, all these phonies hanging around there. You know what I mean? In other words, you know, if somebody said they're, you know, they should hand out some, uh, Marcus, I mean, some Pat Hayden bobblehead dolls, you know, with, with, with money, with, 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 with money bags in his hands. Wouldn't that be great? A Pat Hayden bobblehead dolls with, with money bags in his hands. <laughs> oh, always a good time, Bob. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, but, we, we think. We but think, anyway, you know, the good thing is it keeps us laughing. You know it I mean? it does. If I, took the, if I took this stuff seriously, I'd be in the mum. I'd be in the mumbling room. You know I mean? so it's like, it keeps us laughing, and uh, you know, we got to keep laughing because uh, even the public, you know, look. You know, you know, somebody said to me the other day, the, the 310 million people, I wish you would have told me that, 310 million people in this country, and this is the two best we got to come up with. Uh, yeah, it's, like having, it's like having two shit sandwiches. Which one do you take a bite out of? You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, it, 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 uh, it's not looking promising, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why, you, you know, I mean, honest to God, that's why it's, it's almost better if you, just live in your own little bubble, you know what I mean? And just worry about your, you know, I could, you go down and have your cup of coffee at Starbucks, you know, read the paper, laugh about Hayden, go do your work, you know. You, know, you, you understand what I'm saying? If, if you can't get too involved, you know what I mean? If I, if I watch the TV, the news for a while or read the paper, I, 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 I start to go nutty, you know what I mean? So it's like the best thing is just to, I, I, you know, somebody asked me where AD is, and I said he's up in Lake. He went to Bass Lake, grew a beard, and he's catching catfish every day. Cause he got tired of people screwing him around down there. You know I mean? so it's like, uh, no, you, you got a point. I, one of these, one of these uh, guys I listened to, Darren Hardy, he he, he was talking about that. Uh, you know, he doesn't even advocate people that he works with. You know, making a habit of watching the news and listening to the news, and says it just brings you down. You know, he says, you know, Absolutely. That's just... all it is. If, if your son if your son makes the honor roll, he can make the six o'clock news, right? So it's like uh, it's all negative it's all negative crime, you know? Yeah. Bob I but think... when I talk to you I get a few laughs and have some fun. So. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, I always do. <laughs> you always you never had dull moments. No. And uh And it was so nice to hear a beautiful feminine voice on your on your show, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Stacey. We'll, oh, thank you. We'll try to we'll try to get her to come back every once in a while. You know, she's she's yeah, she's, she's in high great. demand. So, you know, yeah. Uh, and it's <laughs> nice to know. That, I'll bet she is, but it's nice to know that you know she knows a little bit about crookedry and uh, the crap that's been going on around there. You know, she, well, of course. She look, knows. I may I may not know a lot about a lot, but I know a little about a lot. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. And what I don't know, it, never mind. I'll, I'll leave the rest of that. Hey, hey Bob, all yeah. I can say, Bob, is, is, is you guys, you, yeah, you guys probably have some mutual friends. She's an Italian from the East Coast. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, you're kidding! <laughs> well, you're not from you're not from Mulberry Street, are you? <laughs> you're not from Mulberry Street, are you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at that. She's like, she's like a witness protection. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> uh, Bob, thanks a lot, man. I, I, we, we, okay. Sorry, Jesus, sorry. Always, always a joy to talk to you. And uh, 
you know, I look forward to talking to you during the season. You know, and I'm, I'm really excited about SC. I think, you know, they, all their kids are at school now. And they, they came in Monday for summer school, you know, so they're all starting. So all their recruits are there now, so that's great. Excellent, excellent. Well, we'll have plenty to talk about, and, and I'm sure I'll see yeah. you be- way before then, brother. Okay, God bless, Keith. Thanks a lot, you Bye. too, Bob. Bob Case, everybody. Very, that was very interesting. Very good, very good. <laughs> good to hear from Bob. Good to meet Bob. <laughs> see, you're, 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 he's, he's already uh, giving you props, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, some people wish me stage right tonight, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that would be. <laughs> you know damn well who that was. Stacy, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring on uh, we're gonna bring on Anthony Davis here to join us here and chat, chat with him for Alrighty. just a bit. If I can figure out how to do this. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man! And, um, this merging, this, this two two call system is uh, okay. I hope it doesn't mess you up. Let's see. Are you still there, Stace? Are you there, Stace? Uh, all right, here we go, Stacy. Yes, sir. All right, I, I got to figure out how to do this real quick. It still, it still, <laughs> it still shows Bob on the line. <laughs> oh man! I'll tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, come back and get this straight now. You listen to Swoop Show on the Talk Story Radio Network. We're here with Stacy Lupinacci. We'll take a quick break Yay. and be back right after this. Hey, how you doing? This is Joe Walsh. I'm speaking on behalf of Rad. It's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. But if you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. At 7 I shower. Every day I wake up For at those five. caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community to help us better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hey, this is Sean Paul on the Wall, and you're listening to Swirl. Now, what were you asking me? Would it be easier for you to Skype me? Well, yeah, because I had a, I was figuring out my Skype. I got locked out of my Skype for whatever reason. Again, somebody don't want me on the air. <laughs> <laughs> who, would, who would do that to you? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, you know what? It might be easier for me to see. Okay, let me try this one more time. Uh, if I add people. Oh, here it is. Let's see if this works. Oh, okay. I think that's what I need to do right there. Okay. 
Let's try this again. <laughs> so, what'd you like? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, your first, your first uh, chance to chat with Bob. It was nice. It was nice. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's like a cool guy. Yes, indeed. Okay, let's see if this works. I don't know if this is gonna work, man. Well, maybe. You know, back in the day, you was on those buttons, man. What happened? <laughs> Let's see if this works. <laughs> so far, so good. I hear it. Yeah. I'll be ready to hang up. Give us... Good evening. Good evening. I'd like to welcome to the show five-time national champion, two-time All-American, and, uh, you know, he played for USC as well as NFL, Anthony Davis. Anthony, you're on with myself and Stacy tonight. How you doing, brother? Hello, Stacy. Hi, hello, hey, hello. Stacy. How are you? Hello. <laughs> are, you, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear us? Hello. I am here. I, I can hear you, Stacy. Keith, I'm here. All right. All right, All right brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on Pacific Coast Highway. I'm on Pacific Coast Highway <laughs> oh. with some distinguished guests. Oh, look at you, man! Rolling, rolling, rolling deep, huh? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Caesar and J.K. Oh well, hello. He said hello. Hello, baby. He said hello. Is that the JK you've known for all those years, or is it another JK? No, this is not the JK. This is the other JK that, that I met today. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me just tell. Let me let me just warn Stacy. Now, Stacy, he's got a smooth voice, and he's gonna he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, he's, gonna, he's, he's a player. All right, so just be careful. All right, here we go. Uh, she, she's taking now, AD, so I'm just going to let you know how to front. I understand. I understand. Well, it's, as always, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have a chance to chat with you and, and to talk about things that happen in the, in the world of sports as well as things around the world. We're not going to start off with sports. Uh, Stacy and I were talking before uh, uh, Bob Case was on. We were discussing the, the, the disparity in the amount of money raised between the two presidential candidates, uh, apparently uh, Trump, you know, he, he's 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 reporting 1.3 million in his coffers, where uh, Hillary Clinton's got 42 million. Uh, mm-hmm. He, you know, he's, he said he's going to fund all this own stuff. He had all this kind of, you know, all this money rolling in and whatnot. And I'm trying to figure out what why the big disparity. Well, in my opinion, well, well, my, well, in my opinion, I mean, he's, he's been self-funding himself for the last six, seven months. Now, he's got something up his sleeve or he wouldn't be still hanging in. Like, I think there's going to be other people to come up to and step up. But you're right. Hillary has 40-something million dollars in her coffers. And I think that what's going to happen is he's going to kick up and somebody's going to back him right away. If not, he's going to have to do it by itself. Now, whether or not he has that kind of money to burn, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, we, we, you know, um, when uh, Obama ran, uh, I think the first time is the first time in history a presidential campaign spent one billion dollars. Um, so that's kind of set the standard for for, for these days. And I, I'm kind of see how either one of them is going to reach that. I don't know how you get a billion dollars to win a presidency. I don't even know how you get that. <laughs> I, I can't. Even, I can't even comprehend a billion dollars to win the presidency. But if that's the number, that's the number they got to reach. But they better start raising it real fast. Or if they don't, it's just who's the best The best one wins at the end, at the end of the horse race. Yeah. 
What have you been noticing about this campaign? I know you. I know you. You're, you're a man in the know. You you, you run around with, with celebrities like J.K. And and and, uh, and 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 I forgot who the other one you're rolling deep with. But I know Caesar. Uh, Caesar. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. What have you been noticing about uh, what's been you know, kind of keeping your eye focused on things, or, or are you just kind of just going to wait till well, later on in the in well, the year? Well, first of, first of all, I mean, you know, when I'm when when I'm in the social economics of Newport Beach versus the, uh, the social economics of South Central LA, those are the distinguished contrasts back and forth. And I ask and I ask the question, who are you voting for? And but everybody comes up with the same answer. It says the best of the two evils. Well, who is the best of the two evils? Some people say Trump. Some people say Clinton. So that's what you get. That's the kind of chatter and talk you get. And then, and then the other thing I hear from the Trump side, if Trump can do maybe one of the five things that he says he can do, he'll be doing well. If he can do the thing from talk about the unfair trade with China, the Mexican border, talk about the tariffs, talk about uh, bringing the jobs back to the United States, that's going to take a process. But if you can get one of those going, you see some progress happening, then we can see a tent thing. On the other side, a lot of people talk about Hillary that I hear, is that we need to get those social programs back. We need about the free education. We need this. We need that. Well, that's just a continuation of Obama, what a lot of people say. And then quasi-Bernie Sanders. So that's what you hear on their side about, but who's going to pay for all the stuff that Hillary's talking about? Who's going to pay for the things that she talks about, actually, that Bernie Sanders is talking about, what's going to really happen? So a lot of people say from the left and from the right, the best of the two evils. That's what I hear all the time. Now, if you go into my office, it's a conservative office, okay? Mm -hmm. And you, we got a few of the liberals in the office, but overall it's a 90% Republican. But they also frown when they talk here about Trump and half them and mo and half them like Trump. So that's my take on. It. That's what I hear every day. It, it's the, the problem that I hear, uh, I have, and, and Stacey, you can chime in on here too. Is with uh, I think the last census said we had 318 million people in this country, and and we're talking about the lesser of two evils. I mean, seriously, I, I, I you, you think with that many people in the country, we can get two candidates people could just flat out get behind, whether you you know what it's depending no matter what side of the aisle you're on, it's you should be able to just get behind the majority of the people should be able to get behind. One of, one of two of these candidates and sitting on another another election where people are saying, well, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to hold my nose and, and vote for one of them. It's just a shame for a country this size and a country that's been around this long and a country that is, is really supposed to be a leader in the world. Well, here's, well, here's, here's the thing. Well, most people, when I, people I know that wake up every day, they, some people say, well, it's not going to make a difference who the president is anyway. It's going to go a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and nothing's going to change my daily stuff. The guy walking the street, he gets up 8 to 5, he's just concerned about feeding his family. Now, you talk about the upper 1 or 2%, they're real serious about how they really can protect their pocket. But, but the everyday guy is not really concerned about that. He just wants to know if he's going to survive from day to day. And, that, and that's, that's really what you hear. I mean, you know, the, the, the percentage of the people who follow these candidates, those are some serious political junkies. 
But most people get up, and it doesn't phase them it does, at all. It does. They don't think it phases them, and I think that's. I know. I hear people say the same thing, but that's that's a short-sighted view because the things that they do do phase you in the long run, whether it's a Supreme Court nominee or whether it's uh, policies that it implemented. Uh, uh, you know, and, and decisions that are made that, yeah, it might not affect you uh, on a daily level. It might not affect you today. It might not affect your pocketbook, but it affects you uh, and, and it affects the country for generations to, uh, to come. So realistically, you, you do want to make a, 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 a good choice here. But I get the point where, you know, a lot of people say politics are local, you know, uh, what happens on the federal level really doesn't affect me, but I, I, what I want to make sure is this, the, my, my sidewalks get repaired, my uh, streets get sweep, swept, and, you know, we, we, you know, the water, you know, we have decent water to drink, whatnot. But in the big scheme of things, on the federal level, it, it affects you for generations to come, and whether it's... Well, but, you, that's, but the thing is, it's trying to educate the general public on really what goes on. See, the general public, really, you, 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 they don't think that, and they don't see that, and they don't sense that. So, I mean, so you have well, to the truth, the truth is, is that it all trickles down anyway. I mean, every, like you said, everybody was worried about, you know, their schools for their kids. Their, you know, education is a big thing. I know plenty of teachers that, you know, they're leaving state or they're doing whatever because, you know, the, the way the teachers are being treated and paid and then the way the education is. Everybody's like, well, my money wants to go to, like you said, the local. But it all trickles down it, or it trickles up however you want to. It either climbs up or comes down however you want to. Either way, you know, you know, at this point, everybody's just like, what do we do? We're having problems. You know, this person's saying this, and it makes sense to them. Like the whole thing with Trump. We have to do this. We have well, to me, do that. Well, let me, say, let me say this as a former professional athlete, and the athletes made money. First of all, I would like to see a national, a national front. I think all teachers should be paid uh, extremely well like athletes. Because that is the, that's the background roots of, of our future. I believe right. I believe if the teacher have a teaching credential, they should get paid serious money to teach our kids. You yeah. see, so that's what I, that's my thinking. It should be a national front on on doing that. Period. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because because look, you know, our future is in our children, and we don't have that sacrifice. If we don't have that set up and ready to go, then. You know, we have no future. I mean, you, 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 you know, you look at China, you look at all, you, you look at the Far East and how they emphasize education. You know, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I get, I, I totally get that. And what happens is, is if uh, if, we, if you fall below, uh, if you're not a leader education-wise. Um, that's where you you start to suffer, and you know, we talk about our kids getting proper educations, and 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 you can see every year that things comes out in which state has the the, the, the highest education levels, and how many people are, are taking advanced courses and, and and doing things like that. You know, when you when you when you educate the people, we don't have to import our scientists, or we don't have to import our doctors, we don't have to import uh, you know our, our our techies and and. And if you stay on the forefront of that and people get educated properly, then they get, you know, they live better. Uh, a lot of things improve. So, yes, teachers are very important. Teachers are very important in, 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 our, in our society, and they should be paid better and taken better care of. And, you know, there's a lot of, the problem is, is a lot of people who are so important in our society, um, we tend to, uh, we tend to, 
give them the shit into the stick. You know, we have we have veterans that can't get medical treatment. They've gone out there, right. they've risked their lives to keep us safe, to, to give us the the ability to live the way we live, and they come back and they and they can't get the support they need. So, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that uh, do do the job in our societies that that don't get the recognition, and. Uh, you know, and, and like you say, entertainment gets you know high high dollars, and, and you got big time CEOs, that, and you got uh, athletic directors that make a shitload of money. I think there's a lot of other people that deserve uh, the same type of competition. No, but see, the basic fundamental thing of a kid growing up from three from the from the, when it, when a kid starts understanding, that's when they start being groomed and natured all the way into adulthood. That's when we have so many problems with our youth. If 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 we can make this profession a serious thing, how we put basketball, football, and baseball on a pedestal. That's where our resources would go, and that's where our investment should be, is in our children for the future. That's why we have these problems today, is because these kids are not educated. They're not groomed and getting prepared to take over and lead this country. Right. That's the problem we have. Absolutely. That's it. And, 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 I, and, and, I, and I always praise people of knowledge that can pass it on. You see, because... My whole biggest thing as an athlete is that don't just limit me to just running a football or hitting a baseball. I have a man, I have a mind. I've developed that mind, and that's what that's what we lack. That's why some of these guys, you know, who play professional sports, who leave, don't have any way, don't, don't have any. They're lost. That's because they didn't get the fundamental education. Twenty years after they became a professional athlete or an athlete or whatever. I'm just using that as an example. Our education system is the thing that we need to invest in, truly invest in. Right. We, we, we're going we're gonna to venture off into sports a little bit uh, and some, some of that about that, uh, A.D. You, you've been a big proponent to talk about. Uh, I know when you talk to a lot of the kids, a lot of, a lot of athletes, about getting your education, about being a student first and athlete second, um, and, and picking, picking colleges based on the education uh, opportunities, not necessarily the athletic opportunity because, as you say, uh, professional sports is, is short-lived and only a few people get there. But uh, right. when you go out there and you talk to people like that, and, 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 you, and we all know when we're young, you know, we're going to live forever. We know what's best. And, and you, know, right. you don't know what you're talking about. But when, you, when you're out there talking to kids like that, are, is the message getting across? Well, for some reason, I don't know what my impact is. I'm sure when I talk to people, I, give, I guess I give a scared straight talk. I, when I emphasize, I, 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 I think I make an impact sometimes when I talk and give them examples. But, yeah, it's, it's tough. If, if I talk to a group of 15 people, if I reach five, I'm doing well. Right. I'm doing well. Right. And then some, and those, other, those other 15 other that, that, that were listening to me talk about it, they might not get it right away, then some of them might get it. And then down the road, if, if the time is, if that window is, is, is still there, they might get an opportunity. But in most part, if you get a, if you get a good percentage of that, 20 or 30 guys you're talking to, or people you're talking to, it rubs off. I mean, but you know, you like to have them all hear the message and stuff because the reason why I emphasize that more, even though I thought I had some skills as, an, as a student, I didn't, have, I didn't have a nurturing father to tell me what the, the do's and don'ts about life and about education, why you need it. You picked it up at the telling when I got in, in high school and in, and in college. But you got some kids that don't have any of that. And anybody starts emphasizing that, that's when you win. And, you know, and then when, when, when kids in this country are not educated, that means the country loses. Right. And you can see it every day. You can see it every day. I'm, I was talking to guys today about 
the skills and stuff and learning a, a business like windows and the door maker. He said the kids today making doors don't know how to have the skill level of making doors and windows. They, 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 they learn it from a computer. Whereas if he has the skills, he learned it the hard way versus the, he, he learned it the hard way manually. Then he also the, he, he incorporates the new technology. Well, the kids come today is all technology, all computers. And it took, he said, it took him 15 years to learn this craft. See, you so, you know, uh, you got a double-bladed sword here. But the main thing is some, some education is better than no education. And I'm not putting down the new technology, but also the fact is, you got to be educated. You have to be knowledgeable of what you're doing in our society. And for us to be the number one country in the world from here on out, our educational system has to work. Well, you know, you, you, you touched on a couple things. And one thing I want to, uh, one, one of the first things I want to mention is, you know, you talk about the new technology and whatnot. If you want to see a, a kid get confused with, 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 with the technologies not available to them, you know, buy something in a grocery store that costs, you know, 1506 and hand them a 2001 and look at the mm-hmm. confusion on their face uh, immediately. But as far as, you know, you talk about helping people and, and getting things across, if you talk to 15 and 5, get it. You know, we we never know who we're touching. We never know who we're reaching. And I've seen so many stories where people says, you know, uh, somebody smiled at me one day and I, and I was thinking about doing horrible things myself. You know, I know Stacy. Uh, at one time, she used to go to you know to a facility and work with people who were, were going through some stuff and, and were, 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 were trying to get their lives straight. Uh, Stacy, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about you know what it was like helping people in those situations? So um, you know, well, what I mean, it's not it's no big secret. Everybody has you know heard me on the radio over the years talk about the. Um, my nephew for five years, uh, twice a month, um, for five years, he would go to San Quentin to their Squires program, uh, for the at-risk youth. And so every, every month, twice a month for five years, I was there with him. Um, and you see what these kids are going through on the streets and, you know, you see some of them, you know, they live for sports, you know, they go to school, they go to sports, but a lot of the kids, and I have heard them, they say a lot of the sports are being taken out, a lot of things, so they don't have nothing else to do. So um, it's hard for these some of these kids to, uh, the way society is, the peer pressure today, hearing their stories, the peer pressure today is, I don't know if it's different from when I was a kid, but whether these kids are just dealing with a difference, but um, I've heard a lot of stories, and I talked to a lot of the kids who, um, you know, just different things in their life. And uh, I've always said if I, if one of those kids, because, you know, we always get to talk to the kids in, in these uh, sessions, and if I can just offer something to one of these kids that can hear, you know, that would hear something that I say and it makes sense to them, um, it's worth it. It's worth getting up at the butt crack of dawn on a Saturday and spending all day, you know, somewhere where I don't need to be, you know, just to, not only for my nephew, but to hear these other kids. And I would always tell these other kids, you know, I'm here for you too, not just them. Because yeah. everybody's going through some stuff. And, um, yeah, just one, if you can just hear one kid, you know, you can see the change in them a little bit. Or they're, they're listening. Um, they may not want to acknowledge the fact that they're listening, but they're listening. Uh, I've seen it with my nephew. The guys would talk to him, and he'd be like, yeah, 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 whatever. But uh, I would see him out on the street with a friend, and he would say the exact same thing that somebody that he heard inside 
So, you know, even when you think that they're not listening, they're listening. Um, you know, it may take them a minute to come around, but even just one, you know, it, that one person can go and affect millions. So, absolutely. Ad, with uh, you know, with uh, you know, you you, I know you you go and you do your talks uh, on campus and, and whatnot, and and one of the things that you you speak on a lot uh, is, is about the the concussions, and you you have your book out, uh, uh, concussion. Uh, and the movie was kind of based on the people you dealt with. Uh, tell our listeners, uh, and I know Stacy, this is the first time she's been on with you, a little bit about you know what what you've been doing in, uh, in advocating for you know better treatment and 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 trying to eliminate some of these uh, concussions that are happening on the football field. Well, first of all, you know, playing any kind of contact sport, especially with football and hockey and. And then boxing, all this kind of stuff. Well, football, since that's where I come from, everybody knows me for that. Uh, look, when you put a football helmet on your head, your brain rattles. No one escapes that. And unfortunately, football is a beautiful game, but it's a dangerous game. And whenever you put a helmet on your head, when you get hit in that head, that brain rattles. There's nothing to combat that. And I've always said this when I've been on your radio show before is that you can get hit in the head and your, head, your, your brain will shake like a bottle, of, a bottle of jelly. Nothing can back it. You can put a tank around your head and nothing stops that. That's brain trauma. So the thing is what they're trying to do is come up with new helmet technology, but it still is not going to combat that. And what I've been doing is advocating, you know, that if you're going to play the game, you should be taking, you should be on a supplement program, which I am under with Dr. Daniel Amen. And, you know, people might have their thoughts about Dr. Amen based on what it's a but I'm behind the study and I'm behind the supplement because it works. I believe that every person who has a contact sport where it involves their brain should be taking a comprehensive supplement program. They should give them hyperbaric tra- treatment program to, com- to, to combat the collisions and the, and the trauma. And that's the only thing you can do. And once you get out of those sports, if you get out of the game of football, especially the National Football League, which I've come out of, you should start treating your brain right away because you can treat your brain. But if you don't get a hold of it and you start treating it, you, you run into devastating issues. Pre-Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, all of these things extend from brain injury. And so with my book coming, the book out called Kickoff Concussion, uh, Dr. Daniel wrote the forward. Also, when the book came out, I was working on a movie called Concussion with Will Smith. And... Uh, the basic thing is that I've been advocating, and when I speak, I talk about what I went through, how I've been dealing with it. And I've been on these supplements and doing this treatment for the last eight years, and I advocate it. And all I've been trying to say to the National Football League and NC2A, if these ball players are gonna, going to build your brand, are they, if they're going to build your brand, you need to take care of the ones who made the brand and to develop the brand. There's some awful stories out there about what former football players go through. Memory loss, homelessness, you know, not being focused. You know, you know, it, it's unbelievable. And I just said, hey, listen. Not to, football, not to mention the suicides either. Absolutely. I mean, the, and the, the bottom line is if these guys help you build a brand, take care of them. Put aside, put aside some of that money that you make, and there's billions of dollars to set up a medical fund to help these guys who made your league what it is. 
and uh, and and I and I, I hold that hearted to the NC two A two as well. The NC two A who makes billions of dollars off these kids and stuff who don't make it to the national ball, so they do have trauma too with those brains. Anytime you get hit in that head, there's trauma. So that's all I'm advocating. I'm not trying to kill the game or abolish the game. I'm just saying just help these guys who are struggling because, hey, the average age of an NFL ball player, what, 59, 58 years old? Well, come on. I mean, I, 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 you know, we lost a guy that I played against in college, Fred McNeil, former UCLA Bruin, Minnesota Viking, what, 63 years old, full-blown arm. Yeah. And there's a lot of cases like that all the time, every day you're hearing stories. So that's my big advocation, and that's what I want to see. And that's why I keep promoting the way I do. Now, we have all these, you know, and you have these treatments. But, and I know that they, some have some kind of rules for this, but shouldn't there be, like, something in the NFL or any other contact sport where they have, like, a – if you get hurt, they have you sit out for so long. And I mean, I love the sport. I used to play football because, you know, that's, I'm a brute like that. You're talking but, about um, concussion protocol? You talking about concussion yeah, protocol like, when they is, get Yeah, hit? like is there anything that's well, really strict enough to well, help it well, maybe not be so bad? I guess. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Look, if you try to alter the game of football, you change the game where everybody we grow in the love. Football's a contact sport. Doesn't matter. You can't. You can't alter anything about the game. If you alter the game drastically, you don't have the game of football. Period. No, and I totally agree because I can't do flag football. Like, if it to me, if it ain't contact no. me. And, and Troop, I've told you this before. You We've did. had this conversation. No. I no. can't play this, flag this, football because I'm going to get you. No, no, and you, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. But I mean, and I, and I'm all about any all the all the contact sports, even hockey. Right. I talk about yeah. you know MMA fighting, boxing. You know, and then the worst guys who have the problem, the brain trauma, is the soldiers coming home from the blast. So, right. I mean, yeah. uh, there, there, there's a lot of different fronts. But since we're talking about the football, you know, we're not going to abolish football. But the bottom line is you have to take care of these guys because there's nothing getting around it. We American folks, American fans, we love the game of football. You're not right. going to stop that. So if you're going to have an enclave of players every year coming in, you're going to have a lot of enclave of players leaving the game going to have problems. I'm saying mm-hmm. you take care of these players when they finish the game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm advocating. Now, is there a way to maybe incorporate that into they don't have to wait until they're done? Like, what about the treatment while they're still playing? Wouldn't that well, help a little bit? I, that, that's, that's what, that's what I've always thing. advocated. Keith, I've always said the same thing. If you can be on a supplement program, be in hyperbaric treatment as well, after again, they can do that, and then they can get them all ready when they come out of the game. I mean, you got you got you guys. You have four. What you got? Three, four guys already retired in the last eight, nine months. They retired because they did the research. So I'm saying, while you're playing the game, you should be on this supplement program mm-hmm. and this, this hyperbaric treatment they do, and you'll combat a lot of it. You, 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 you know, you'll slow down the process tremendously if you do that. And they haven't bought into that yet. I don't know why they don't mm-hmm. listen to Dr. Bennett O'Malo or Dr. Amen. I don't know. Or the combination of two or just one of them. Because the science is there and the proof is there. Football can contact, and these contact sports damage and trauma the brain. It seems to me that, you know, every season, you know, guys have to, they have to pass a physical. I mean, you guys, when you guys get traded and new contracts, they want to make sure that, you know, that knee works, that ankle works, the, the back works. Uh, but that brain is not a part of that, part of that well, uh, equation, well, see, is it? 
Well, it's not. Let me tell you what they should. And I believe, I believe this is my word come to because of liability in this field. I could be totally wrong. I could be talking out of my head somewhere, but I, but I think I'm right. The bottom line is eventually where it's going to go. I believe that in end of the year, every football season, they're going to be scanning these ball players' brains, and everybody's brain is different, and everybody uh, you know relates to concussions differently. They're going to analyze these brains and start looking at these these these, these scans and and going to determine how long you can play. I believe that's where it's headed. Yeah. Because you got guys out there playing games who've had five, six, seven concussions that they know of. That means if you had five concussions, you might have had ten. Now, I don't want to mention one guy's name that just had to get to get out of the game. He's had 11 concussions diagnosed. Now, if he doesn't start treating his head, his brain, what's going to happen, he's going to, have to, he's going to be having problems before he's 50 years old. Wow. Wow. So, so, so I'm saying I believe – when, when guys go to other teams or end of the year, they're going to be scanning these guys' brains to find out, hey, how does your brain look under a scan? That's where I think it's going. I could be totally wrong. Which, which if, if you do that, you know, you're going to save guys uh, some, some long-term, uh, long-term uh, disease. Uh, Absolutely. And, and that's, 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 the, that's the most positive thing about it, and that's where we should be going. Uh, I think a lot of well, guys, are, a lot of guys are going to be worried about the, their ability to to make a living beyond that. But then that goes back to what you're saying: get your education, get your education, right. because you, know, you can't play forever. Absolutely. You know. You see, you see, I believe that now these kids that they come out, you know, what is all this technology, the computers, and all this kind of. Stuff. I believe a kid, if a kid's going to school, I believe you pick a school that's going to is going to fit your structure academically. But if if you go to university. Your, 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 primary, your, your, primary, your primary thing is your academics first, athletics second. And that should be the package, period. If you, and if you bust out of that package the wrong way, you don't have no more scholarships. You know, it's a no-nonsense thing. Your academics, is, your academics is combined with the athletics, and that is it. Anything outside of that, we're not, you've got to get your education, period. If you don't maintain a certain grade point average, you cannot perform. But you've got to start that back in junior high school when you're developing these kids. That's what our society has to do. Yeah. Everybody's not going to be a LeBron James. Everybody's not going to be a Russell Wilson. You know, everybody's not going to be a Tom Brady, you know, or, or, or Mike Trout or whatever like this, or, or Tiger Woods. No, but it, 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 that's, that's, just, that's, that's just unheard of. The odds of that happening is very low. So therefore, the, the everyday person, you need to focus on getting your academics, period. Well, A.D., and I always Anything yeah. can happen. No, what were you going to say? Oh, well, no, I'm, 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 I'm going out late. I, mean, I can run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you don't believe me, ask me. There's three of us sitting in Mexico that do so me. uh, without any problem. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah, well, it, it, the, the, the last, last spot, at least, before, before, we, before we let you go, I, I know you're, you're, you're a fan of all different sports and as well as, you know, the passion for the, the concussions and stuff like that. But let's finish on this. Uh, you know, Game 7 uh, was Mon- was a Mon- uh, Sunday night. Uh, right. Would it, I, know you, I know you probably got t- took in at least part of that. What, what were your thoughts, man? Well, first of all, first of all, I have to take my hat off to LeBron James. And, you know, they, you know, social media got going. You know, they, they were talking about how LeBron James with the seven championships only had three titles. And you're talking about Kobe Bryant with the seven – NBA heads had five. But the thing is, the way he came back in his team, uh, you know, I thought that was very funny. I think, I think 
the Golden State Warriors lost that on their behalf. They did not combat with with with. I think when uh, Green went out on that on that technical stuff fouls he got that disrupted his team and threw the rhythm the rhythm off. And they, and they found out how they really needed him. I think that just threw him off, and I think it gave the uh, the Cavaliers time to adjust to the wars and what they were doing. And they could they, they defense Curry and Thompson the way they should have. And then when LeBron's standpoint, when with Tyree Irving, Irving, what he did, those are the that was a key reason. Those two won that championship. That's what that's what LeBron has always needed. Now he has that. I hope they don't break that up because they can win another year. They can another win another. Another championship next year, but I believe it's going to come down to these two teams. Maybe next year you might see a repeat of these two teams. But in terms of what LeBron did, I take my hat off. But let me, but let me say this about Cleveland Cup and LeBron James. You know, I'm not impressed what he does on the court. You know what I'm impressed in? What we talked about earlier? I'm impressed how he's helping kids go to school. That's the superstar that I see in him. I mean, everybody knows he can score thirty. He, he can do forty and forty, forty and twenty and all this kind of stuff on a good, good, good NBA night. But it's what he does every day for the everyday kid and getting them education. Putting up money, to, putting up his hard-earned money to help kids go to school. And whoever's helping him, whatever foundation is helping him. That's my superstar in him. Those are the things that you, you very rarely hear about uh, about a lot of people in, until it's... Well, I'm, at, letting every, at, I'm, let, I'm letting every... Uh, despite the game seven and all that, that's all that was great. But when I think of LeBron James... I think about what he does for these young kids coming up. I take my hat off to him. AD, as always, it's a pleasure to have a chance to chat with you and uh, get the chance to talk to you about all kinds of things going on in the world, and we'll do it again next week, man. Thank you very much, and my dear, beware. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I've, uh, I've been around a while. I can hang. I can hang. <laughs> I said, that's good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Good night. Good night. The great Anthony Davis, everybody. And like I said, he was a five-time national champion, two-time All-American over at USC, played in the NFL, the CFL, as well as the uh, USFL. And always, uh, always a delight to have on the show. Uh, you know, uh, in talking all those FLs, he all, all those FLs he has in his uh, in his title. Yeah, that's. His I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at him. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> well, Stacy, you, you had a little taste of, uh, of a couple of a couple of good friends that uh, that pop up here quite frequently. So, uh, well, you know, I've I've listened when you guys have had uh, Anthony on. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, this isn't the first time. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure if I've been on with him. Why? I don't know. I don't think so. I think, but, you, uh, I think you were when you uh, when you sat in down here in the LBC that time. I think he did call. Oh, in. that's right. Yeah. That's I believe so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <sighs> oh, the memories that came up. Me and uh, Janet were just talking about that thing that came up on. I think today um, was the day that we left. Oh, really? And it came. Yeah, and it came back that we spent time with you before we left. I was like, oh. <laughs> How is Janet? Janet's good. She's good. She's busy working. She came out here for my birthday in January, my 40th birthday. She came out here and spent the week. I got pampered for a whole week. Uh-huh. I got to do nothing but work. Uh, she cooked for me. She did everything. So I was a. Uh, she's good. That's, she's doing that's, good. That's good. That's good. That's very cool. She's. A I seen fun. her. I see, I saw her when I went back in May. She. We have a tradition. I don't care who I go back for. 
she picks me up at the airport. (laughs) 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 And she brings me back. We have a tradition. So you have another uh, tradition. There was something you posted. It's a, was it ice cream? There's some other tradition you have while you're there. It's some kind of, we go to breakfast when I get there. Uh, Uh, me and Janet have to go to breakfast. Um, and then when we leave to go back, we stop at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, tradition's a tradition. It doesn't have to be a good tradition. It's a tradition. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Hey, I, you don't understand how excited I am. Swoop. Dunkin' Donuts is now up here in Walnut Creek. Don't you know, play with me. There's I'm... one here in Long Beach, and, and, and all my friends from the East Coast were going, Dunkin' Donuts. So, you know, it opened up. I went there. Not impressed. Nobody asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but I can, I, I can say I've went. So, we're, we're, you know, I, I, can, I, I can say I've been. So. Yeah, well, you know, Swoop, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, you're you're one of my bestest friends. I love you to pieces, but your opinion doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real, huh, Stace? <laughs> Have I ever strayed since the day you met me? <laughs> Has it ever changed? No. Not at all. That's all good. It's all good in the hood. You know? <laughs> I know. I know you had peeps listening. You want to? You want to give some shout outs before we call it a night? Uh, well, you know, I know that Alma was uh, trying to listen. I'm not sure if she actually made it on because she was having an issue trying to find the app and everything. So, uh, but my babe is listening. Ray, so love you, best. And uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray. Mm. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Watch yourself. <laughs> That's my big. That's my beast. Okay, do you have to share? Yeah, right. you know, and then uh, oh, I think uh, Tanya said she was going to listen, so she may be out there. Tanya, so. does she have internet now? Or how does she how does she make that work? Yeah, you know, I think I think she moved up two trees. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Tanya, yeah, Tanya had uh, Tanya had commented um, saying that she was. Uh, it's been a while, so she may listen. So if she's listening, hey girl. <laughs> if not, hey, it'll be archived by the morning, so she can. Somebody uh, had uh, made a comment about uh, doing another morning coffee reunion or, or doing something. So <laughs> uh, I don't know how early morning coffee plans on being, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I'm yeah. going to see, see, so. see if I can uh, talk you into coming back on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, according to you, this is normal people hours. This is normal people hours, exactly. <laughs> well, right now it's like almost 1 o'clock in the morning for my babe, but it's okay. Yeah, but, yeah. He, but he, he staked his claims, so he's good. He, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He, uh, he's like, he he'll, he'll stay awake, make sure, make sure you get home safe. <laughs> I'll make sure I'm behaving myself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> See, he knows you. <laughs> you know what? Again, that opinion of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen. I, no, I, I, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I won't let all your secrets out. You know what? There is not a secret that he don't know. So there's yeah, nothing that you can known, tell him. He's known you longer than I have, so he knows all the secrets. He's no, he knows more secrets than I care to know. <laughs> 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 so, 
So, uh, yeah. So, no, everything is great. And uh, life is good. Work is busy. You know, I have a few things going on in my personal life that I'm trying to work on. Uh, but, yeah, you know, my I have Alma and I have my all my friends and I have my babe and he's always there for me. So, you know, things are good. That's so all you need, man. You don't need I a, cannot complain. You don't need a whole army. You just need, you just need a couple of loyal a couple of loyal go-to people who could uh, yeah who, who could you know what that's all i need because my my little group my little group of people they're the you don't want that army to come they yeah yeah i like i just need a they're couple tough. couple people who who know how to keep a secret <laughs> <laughs> and who yeah. have, and readily readily have bail money? That's all you need. You don't need a whole lot of people. <laughs> See, I always, I always have this. I have this little meme that I always put up with a little hamster, and he's praying, and he's all, uh, "God, Lord, please give me uh, patience, because if you give me strength, I'm gonna need bail money too." <laughs> and sometimes I feel like that. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'm very. I can't complain. I'm. Uh, I'm very blessed. Uh, I've got great friends, you know, you you included. <laughs> we talk off air, so we do. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm blessed. I have great friends. I have an amazing uh, a man who just, you know, he takes care of me and makes me happy. So I'm very blessed. I, my family is great. Everybody's doing good. So I'm good. I'm excellent, good. excellent. Well, I want to really thank you for uh, for for joining me tonight, and, and it's always a pleasure to to uh to do this with you and i hope you come back and do it again sometime soon and uh thanks a lot appreciate it yeah no it's uh it'll be fun yeah i'll have to come back you know the hours the hours work for me i guess <laughs> <laughs> well uh, real quick uh i will be co-hosting with xander gibb tomorrow on x rad daily that's uh it uh 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. on the East Coast, and that's on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm with him every Thursday evening, so you can tune in there to hear that. We will have this show archived on our site. It'll be up uh, probably by tomorrow morning, mostly by tonight, but, uh, you know, I just got to give myself a little leeway. And I want to thank Stacy Lupinacci once again for, for joining us. It's always a pleasure, and I just love having you on, girl. No problem. No problem. I always love it's always an adventure with you, Swoop. Always. <laughs> excellent. So excellent. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I anytime, anytime. Thank you. As I always say, dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. Thank you all. Love you. Good night. Thanks, the everybody. Views and Bye. Expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. <laughs> Yeah.